0: Hey guys, welcome back to another Tokyo Munchies podcast. This will be episode number 33. So, sorry we didn't get a podcast out last week. I had a very bad man cold, and I just didn't have uh, energy, and I had a nasty cough, and you know, the man cold symptoms are just nasty for men. More nastier than anybody, more nastier for men than anybody else. That's why it's called a man cold for. So anyway, guys, we're gonna jump straight back into the Tokyo Munchies podcast. We have a lot of things to talk about in this one. So coming up next month, we have Halloween. Halloween is an absolutely cracker of a crazy time here in Tokyo. I'm not sure if you've seen the pictures or videos or anything up on YouTube or online anywhere, but Halloween goes absolutely totally off chops, crazy. You. Yeah thousands, tens of tens of thousands of people all dressed up in some freaky shit just blocking the streets going absolutely nuts there's random drinking, there's random fights, there's Wolverine out there there's lots of Spider-Man. last year there was lots of uh, Jay Littles uh, Jokers but yeah, Halloween's coming up and it's not just the partying in Shibuya and the partying in Harajuku which is the best part of Halloween in Japan also all the awesome Japanese candy all of it gets like rebranded you get the nice pumpkin orange and you've got all this freaky looking scary looking Japanese candy skulls and stuff happening all over the place so we do every Halloween we have our Halloween munchie pack it's a little bit like our standard munchie pack but uh, actually a little bit probably the wrong thing to say it's totally different from the standard munchie pack in the halloween munchie pack you get 40 little bite-sized japanese candies snacks chocolates and little marshmallows and this cute little halloween bag halloween bag changes each year so the picture we have up in tokyomunchies.ticktail.com so the bags won't exactly look like that some will be a cloth bag with some skulls or some gold witches and stuff going on but yet that is one of my favorite things that i love to do every year the halloween munchie pack and it's only nineteen ninety nine US. Get forty bite-sized little chunks of chocolate and candy and snacks, and I just think it'd be cool, like for you guys overseas that celebrate Halloween, because I'm from Australia and we don't celebrate it too much in Australia. But giving out random Japanese candy to the kids on your block—that's gonna make you the coolest parents out there for sure. So all of our shipping it generally takes about two to three weeks. So if you want these Halloween bags. You gotta jump on and grab one right now. So you get it in time for October the 31st. And with the Halloween Munchie Pack, we only have 10 of them available. So it's gonna be a race. So ready, set, go, go, grab your Halloween Munchie Pack today, or miss out. Another awesome thing for Halloween we have on the shop is the MyBall Mixed 100 Pack. We've talked about a a lot on previous podcasts. MyBall are a hollow corn puff stick. They're about five or six inches long and they're just so moorish I can't stop eating the Maibo I've got bags and bags of them here in the office at Tokyo Munchies massive office here near the photo studio by the window next to the door but they, back to, back to the munchies the Maibo 100 mix pack again this is another awesome thing that you can give out as a Halloween treat and it's super dirt cheap you get 10 different flavors, totaling 100 Maibo in total. And there's sugar rush, there's mentai, there's cheese, there's tonkatsu, there's salami, roast chicken. So you get all these different flavored Maibo's. There's 100 of them, it's only gonna cost you $20. And it's, I think, yeah, shipping is $9.99. So you get 100 Maibo, it takes about two to three weeks for delivery time, so again, grab one now if you want it in time for Halloween. These are another awesome snack for you to give out to the kids on the block. They come up to your house in ding-dong or knock on your door and trick-or-treat. Give them a few of my ball. That'll give them a, bring a smile to, your, to their faces and also make you, again, the coolest parents on the block. And it's not going to cost you much. You've got a hundred of them. So if you don't give them all away, just munch them yourself. Get all munchy-crunchy. We're going to grab a few more things. I'm going to go out and do a little bit of candy hunting in a minute. We should be able to track down some Halloween Kit Cats. Go have a look for that. And we'll see what else Halloween stuff we can find out there. Uh that's pretty much it for the munchies right now. I'm gonna be hunting candy today, out in the rain, because that's what I want to do. So we'll go for a quick little frisky transition, or actually we'll put a little sound bite or something in here. Recently Anchor has changed their Android interface again so we've lost a few of my favorite sounds but we've gained a lot of new sounds and a lot of new cool things to play with so let's cut to a transition or a frisky soundbite or possibly even slip in a commercial here and I'll be back to talk to you after that about some of the crazy stuff which has been going down over the last few weeks have a good one and we'll be back shortly
1: Hello dears, my, my, my husband used to always ask me, how is your taint so fresh and so sparkly and clean? Well the secret is I use Big Rig Meek Hot Wax daily, a daily application of it upon my taint makes it fresh as a daisy and it tastes lovely. All the boys down the road always compliment me on the freshness and the cleanliness of my. Taint. Taint. I'm, I'm a British grandmother, I'm 94 years old, and I'm not really sure what you Americans mean by taint, but I'm assuming it's the place between my A-hole and my prison wallet, as you so subtly put it. But yes, I'm a firm believer in the Big Rig MIG hot wax, and I will use it every day. Regardless of how clean my taint is. It's never clean enough without a good, thorough scrubbing and a solid application of Big Rig Mick Hot Wats. Thank you, Big Rig Mick. I don't know who you are. I'm assuming you're a nice Mexican gentleman and kisses from Granny in London. I love you. I'll see you next time when I reorder. Thank you, dears, and enjoy a cup of tea and a special plate of spotted dick. Have a great afternoon.
0: So after that very frisky transition there, and that little bit of the commercial there from the lovely British granny, we haven't heard from her for a while, we're going to talk about the next thing that's been happening in Japan, a little bit of a different podcast today, we're going to skip a few things that we normally talk about, but end of summer they have like the Bon Odori, like the, it's like, I think it's a uh, welcoming of the dead back to the earth, and saying hello and goodbye and thank you type of thing, but Part of that festival they do this thing called an Omikoshi, is that Omikoshi, Omikoshi is a small shrine mounted on these planks of wood and you carry it on your shoulder and there's a lot of, there's a lot of people carrying it because it weighs a lot. We were just carrying a small one and it was super heavy to carry, so there's all these happy cats and they're all wearing their happy coats and wearing their fundoshi and you gather around the omikoshi, and you get underneath it, and you put your put one of the poles on your shoulder, and then everybody all together stands up, and then you start slowly marching down the street, chanting something weird. Oh no, something weird that's culturally insensitive. Uh, you march down the street chanting Japanese chants like, isha, isha, and. It gets a bit comical, it gets a bit funny because anybody can jump in and lead the chanting. So you pick up the samikoshi with about 20 other people and you, you just stagger around and you march around for a little bit and you walk around the streets and you get to a designated area. They put the stands out, put the omikoshi down and then the other people who are part of the festival, they all come out with trays of food and beer and snacks. And you just drink beer and eat snacks, have a rest for about 15 minutes, and then you do it again, and then you do it again, and you just do this all day, carry around this heavy shrine to a designated point, put it down, drink beer, or drink sake, or drink whatever they're serving, and eat some snacks, and by the end of the day, like this is 8 hours of doing this, your body is totally killing you, you're drenched in sweat. And you're pretty much drunk as a skunk, but it's a damn good experience. And if you do come to Japan, I highly recommend you try to get a chance to do the, be part of the omikoshi. It's just a great way to be part of the community and part of the Japanese culture. The omikoshi, that was a fantastic thing. I might have mentioned that in the previous podcast, but yeah, I just wanted to mention it again because it was one of the, one of my highlights of being, of living here in Japan was doing the omikoshi. Next thing I wanted to talk to you guys about was what happened last week. Last week was, uh, I think epic would probably not be the exact wording I'd use for it. I think, um, tragically epic, or uh, mildly disturbing, or right out there, it was crazy. I applied for this weekend job as a bartender at this event called Summer Sensation and it's at a beach in chiba and it's really really far from tokyo it's about two hours and two hours ten minutes by highway bus and you go over this huge bridge over tokyo bay into the country and you drive all the way down to the coast side of chiba and you arrive at this at the station Tateyama, and then you catch a shuttle bus and then you get to the event at Shinhar- shinharama flower park and the event is like um, some small huts, and some hammocks, some tents, there's a hotel there, and there's a greenhouse there. Well, I suppose that's why they call it flower park. And it's right on the beach. And this event is a 24 hour event. So it started on Saturday the 22nd at 12 p.m. And it went non-stop all night all the way through to 12 the next day. And it's just DJs after DJs, and there's singers, and there's, like, dancers, and there's fireworks, and shisha, and there's food, and there's sample tents, and there's hot girls everywhere, and bikinis, and it was just epic. So I worked there as a bartender, and it went, I pretty much worked nearly all night. And most of the next day I think I slept for maybe two or three hours on the beach because I couldn't be bothered going back to the tent or going to the hotel. But yeah, if you're after a very unique way to end summer in Japan, I recommend the summer sensation. Because I think next year should be bigger. It's just getting bigger and bigger. And trust me, you gotta be well prepared for it, because the tickets are expensive and it's a long way from Tokyo. The bus ticket is expensive, so you got to be well prepared for it, but, and make sure when you go there, you just pace yourself, just pace yourself, because you're going to be there all night, all day. So that was another crazy thing which has happened over the last few weeks. Pretty much that's everything I wanted to talk to you guys about in this podcast. I might go for a small walk outside of my garden, but it's raining right now, so we might even skip that this week. We'll go to a frisky transition and we'll come back with Japan's news and shout-outs and we'll wrap this one up very shortly. Thank you guys and we'll be li- welcome back after this short transition. What's better than a goat? A moon goat! Moon goats are magical creatures which appear with the moon if you see a moon goat make sure you say hello have a great day and drop by tokyomunchies.ticktail.com and get yourself some japanese candy yeah so after that another interesting chat there about the moon goats i think i'm gonna have to close out this podcast guys because I'm still suffering badly from this man flu. It's a terrible thing. It's been going on for two weeks. Just trying to shake it. Shake it like a Polaroid picture. It's just not happening. So, I'm going to give a quick shout out to my good friends around the world. First, we're got to shout out to a new podcast delivered by my good friend from the CTP, from the Critical Thinking Podcast, Mig1 Talks Crap. He's just started using the Anchor app and he has been talking some serious crap on Anchor the Last couple of podcasts, last few podcasts, it's pretty entertaining. It's an entertaining look into his life and what is his rants and raves and everyday living. So go over and have a listen to Mig One Talks Crap on Anchor. I think he's on iTunes and I think Spotify and a few other platforms out there. So shout out to my friend Mig One Talks Crap. And in direct correlation and relation to that. Big One is one of the stars from the Critical Thinking Podcast. Jump over to the CriticalThinkingPodcast.com and listen to those guys. They talk about all things game culture, geek culture, nerd culture. There's Kyle Kremple, there's Josh Sturril, there's Sean Douglas, there's Rick Lopez. And this is officially approved by Rick Lopez and obviously Mick Gaza. Go check out those guys for a good laugh. Um, also over to the Manga Sensei if you want to learn Japanese the fun, friendly and easy way. Say hello to Johnny Dinkle for me and take on his Learn Japanese in 30 Day Challenge. It's a really good challenge. Um, down to my best, one of my best mates out there, Craig Hoffman at Craig Hoffman 11. That's his handle on Twitter. He's uh, been living in Japan for quite a while. He does a definitely not a podcast YouTube video. He's got videos. He does a blog. He's always talking about interesting things in Japan. And his, um, complimentary food pictures on, on his blog all the time is pretty interesting. Shout out to my good friend Barry at Barry Media over there in Rosenberg, North Texas. Barry has his own photo, photography business going. He does a lot of cosplay shots. And he can also be hired for wedding shots and birthday shots and everything else. Lovely dude. And, oh, The Real Japan. Yep, if you want to know about The Real Japan, check out The Real Japan on Twitter. They've got some really interesting stuff going on over there because it's about the real Japan. And last but not least, big shout out to my Aussie mate, Man Brain Podcast. If you want something a little bit Monty Python-esque, a little bit out there, go check out the Man Brain Podcast. He's an awesome guy too. He's got some funny stuff happening there. I don't understand half of it, but um, yeah, if you want something refreshing, something different, real man brain podcast is where you need to be at so i'm gonna finish this off and i'm gonna go back to my futon and curl up like a baby and try to cry myself to sleep and fight this man flu tokyo munchies signing off and as always if you've got the munchies then we've got the munchies tokyomunchies.ticktail.com come and get some candy